In today's gospel, we read that Jesus headed to Capernaum, which basically became the hub for his public ministry in Galilee. On the Sabbath, he went to the synagogue and taught. People listening to him there were astonished because he taught with authority. It was a common practice among rabbis to base their teachings on what other scholars had written. But Jesus didn't do that. He simply said, Amen, Amen, I say to you. His words came with an authority that impacted people. One of the first things that happened when Jesus began his ministry is that demonic powers showed their opposition. A man who was possessed started to yell at him in the synagogue. Now, we may see this as a rare marginal phenomenon, and it's true that possession is not very common. But the opposition of fallen angels to God's plan is something to be expected. It already happened in Genesis, soon after Adam and Eve were placed in the Garden of Eden. And it happens in every age. The evil one is the main instigator of rebellion against God. So what we see here in the case of this possessed man is like the tip of the iceberg. It was a desperate move that made that opposition visible, but it revealed a whole underworld of constant machination against God's kingdom. And notice how this incident makes the authority of Christ look different. Because the words of Christ convey leadership. They have power to accomplish things. And this is something we need. Because rejecting that authority of God over us wouldn't mean that we now become masters of our destiny. Rather, we would be left unprotected, exposed to these powerful deceivers and instigators that demons are. Demons would not normally act in a scary way. They would rather pretend to be our allies, whispering how mean and controlling God is and how we should simply trust our instinct, our fears, our suspicions, and we shouldn't give our heart to anyone and believe every negative thing about the darkness of humanity. So when Jesus appeared on earth, demons felt challenged because people were able to cluster around him, around the visible guidance of Jesus, and uncover the lies of the evil spirits. So how is Jesus inviting you to trust in his guidance and authority? What are some of the lies of the evil one that you are exposed to at times? How does your life look like when you're guided by Christ? And how does it look when that's not the case? 